You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano. I host Bubble and Squeak here on the Rock Candy Network. I tell personal, revealing stories. She whispered, did you just masturbate? Because I felt a terrible presence of evil enter the... I make prank phone calls to the past. Heimbach. General Star, Elijah Heimbach speaking. How may I help? Into the future. <clears throat> because my boyfriend and I are just not having enough sex. Always a problem with the pop sex. Yes, you just have to listen to it. It's too hard to describe. Check out Bubble and Squeak wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries with Erica Michelle. The chronicles and misadventures of a plus-size brown girl navigating life, love, and healing. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brown Sugar Diaries, on Twitter at BRWN Sugar Diaries, and on Facebook, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast, on YouTube, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast. You can send me an email, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast at gmail.com, and visit the website, Brown Sugar Diaries.com. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Brown Sugar Diaries. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you are a returning listener, hey, sugar. I hope all of you are washing your hands, wearing your mask, taking your vitamins, eating well, practicing social distancing, drinking your water, moisturizing, and minding your damn business. I hope everybody had a great week last week, and I hope you're having an uneventful week this week, and I hope your weekend is as amazing as you are. Now, let's get into this weekly tea, sugar. First order of damn business, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, some other state I can't recall right now, are wide the fuck open. <laughs> I mean, Georgia ain't never fucking closed, apparently. But these governors have, uh, I know in Texas they lifted the mask mandate, and like the state of Texas is fully wide open. I mean, I know Mississippi lifted their mask mandate, which I think is dumb. Um, Alabama lifted their stay-at-home order, but they still have the mask mandate. I guess I'm just not, like, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to, not that I was ever trying to justify, but I can't even, I, I can't even think of nothing to just call them stupid besides you dumb. This is stupid. <laughs> like, this makes absolutely no sense. Um, I, I, I'm going to still wear a mask. I encourage you all to continue to wear your mask and wash your hands and shit. And, and take necessary precautions. Don't be out here just throwing caution to the wind and living your best life. And it's like, I, yeah, this is dumb. This is dumb. This is dumb. Quite dumb. But y'all, please stay safe. I really don't. I I, I don't want to delve too much into that because they've literally turned this. I mean, it's been a whole year at this point, and it's just been a shit show of a year. That's all I have for that. So y'all stay safe. Keep wearing your mask. Y'all know what to do. Shit. And mind your damn business. If people don't want to wear their mask, 
You keep yours on, you stay safe, and you mind your damn business and do what you got to do, okay? All right. So, can we talk about coming to America, too? Like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I feel like... I feel like everybody's kind of like running out of classics to watch. So they're just coming up with anything. And that's that that that's cool or whatever. But I, I kind of feel like this didn't need a part two. I feel like the first movie, the original movie, was enough. Um, yeah, it's coming out when you guys see this episode on March 5th. Um, I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to share my thoughts on it. Um next week and i'm honestly just looking i i'm i'm here for the black that has not cracked because all these celebrities that they were able to get back to come to come back for this movie they look damn good like that is like y'all i'm trying to get like them to be quite honest with you i'm trying to be like them when I hit, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, however old they are. Because they look damn good. Like, damn, let me get my shit together now. Like, for real. <laughs> so this is the Weekly Tea, but I would love it if you guys would visit the website, brownsugardiaries.com. And in the top right corner, there is a button that says become a monthly donor. Or something along those lines. <laughs> um... All proceeds are going towards um, helping BIPOC birthing persons um, get doula services. So as you guys know that I am a doula. I also have a nonprofit called T3 Helps Inc. And we are committed to helping get BIPOC birthing persons um, income-based doula services, especially because Georgia is one of the worst places to have a baby at this point, <laughs> um, at any point, really. Um, it's been this way for a while. So we want to help get people um, doula services, the, the support and the services that they need and the information that they need and the comfort and the care that they need. And so all proceeds monthly are going towards the A Giving Heart Doula Fund. You can go to t3helps.org. That's the letter T, the number three, helps with an S, dot org. And click on the A Giving Heart Doula Fund or partner with us. And we would love for you to read about our missions and partner with us to, to make some changes in the community. All right. Let's get into the episode, but after this, ass sugar. All right, let's get into this episode. So one of the things that my therapist and I have been working on for literally the last year <laughs> is um, my ability to be vulnerable or just, you know, being more vulnerable. Um, I have this way of... of conveying what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, that is very cut, dry, to the point, um, very succinct, <laughs> and that's it. But it leaves people to create a narrative, to create a story in their heads of what it is that I mean, or to fill in the blanks, um, typically negatively, you know, with regards to what it is that I actually meant or, you know, what I'm thinking. Um, I had an interaction recently 
with a, a being of the opposite sex. <laughs> um, and he told me, like, you're just so hard to read. Like, I can't, I can't read you. I don't know. I can't predict, you know, what it is that you're thinking or whatever. And I'm like, I'm really not that hard to figure out. Um, but to him, I actually am because apparently, and, 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 in really evaluating the situation and really thinking about it is true. So I don't overtly show my emotions. Like I have this thing where you can say something to me and all I'm going to say is okay. Like, okay. So I was telling my therapist about it and she was like, yeah, but that okay sound like it's got something behind it. And I'm like, nah, my okay just means okay. It doesn't mean that I'm angry. It doesn't mean that I'm super excited. It just, it just means okay. It means I acknowledge, you know, I, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. I'm acknowledging your words. I'm acknowledging your presence, whatever. And basically this person wants me to, you know, elaborate on shit. <laughs> and I'm like, why I need to? Why? Why I got to do all that? Why I can't just stay okay? You be good with that, you know? Um, But then having to realize that, one, I've been single a minute. So this whole, you know, interacting with people and them trying to get to know me is is different. It's, yeah, it's different. It's kind of weird. So the, the situation was... um. How would we juggle career? Because you're going to have a demanding career. You already have a demanding, you know, career, job, whatever you want to call it now as a doula. And, you know, his career as a a something, um, I it's, it's legit, but I don't really know what, what he does. But anyway, uh, but it's pretty demanding. Like, he works a lot. So at this point the the question then became you know how would we juggle if this if this progressed and grew into a relationship and then this relationship grew to marriage how would we then juggle handle deal with um marriage and busy careers and i said i don't know because one i've never been married and i've never had to handle you know a career in a relationship, a job in a in a relationship, sure, but a career, as in, this is something that I'm passionate about. This is something that you know I I wake up and and live to do. Um, that is is my calling. That is my purpose. That I I don't know. It's one of those. Let's you know we would have to try it and see. So then the conversation progressed and progressed and progressed. And it dawned on me that he kept harping on this because his concern became that I would cheat. Now, let's rewind a bit. So we took the love languages quiz. Now, mind you, I knew this. I knew my love languages. I know my love languages. They are words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. 
Um, those are just my things. The top three for me, which uh, quality time and physical touch actually were a tie. Um, and his line of thinking is that if he's traveling for work, if he's away for work, if he's, you know, busy, wrapped up in work, then, you know, I'm not getting quality time. I'm not getting physical touch. So he, he's thinking of love languages as things that I need to survive. And it's like, no, if you, if you're working, then fine. I can quite easily occupy my time. I can find something to do. I don't need to be under you. So he was like, and, and as the conversation went, you know, we were conversing for a minute about it. With, I just couldn't understand. Like, I was like, why would you think I would cheat? Like, like the, just because you're not near me doesn't mean that I I care so little about you enough to cheat. Like, that's not my nature. That's not my natural go-to. I said, and plus, I can't cheat on nobody because I'm such an all-or-nothing kind of person. I'm such a 100% in or 100% out. One of y'all is going to go lacking. So if it's a situation where you feeling like, I'm not getting what, I'm not being loved how I need to be loved from you that I'm going to get it from somebody else. You going to get pushed to the wayside because if you feel like that's how I think, then knowing me, that would mean that I'm giving all of my attention to the person who's in my face and loving me how I need to be loved. But my thing is, if I marry you, if I say before God and everybody else that I'm going to marry you, I'm going to commit to you, just because you're not in my space loving me how I need to be loved doesn't mean that I'm going to cheat. And furthermore, if I know that you're on a deadline and you're out of the state or you're out of the country and I just need to see you because I need to touch and, and feel and spend time with my husband, the career path that I'm headed on, Bruh, I got enough money to book a fucking flight and come to you. It's not that it's it's not that deep to me. So then, like he visibly was at ease. And so I was telling my therapist about it and she was like, that's what he needs from you. He needs to know that it's not just okay. It's not just cut and dry. It's not just you know, take it or leave it. And I'm like, but that's literally what it is though. But, and I guess for me, and I kind of, I think I kind of have like this male way of thinking, like I said what I said. So why do I need to explain further? But then that just kind of, to me, now that I'm thinking about it, it just kind of lends to his insecurity. And also the caliber of woman that he's dealt with in the past. Like, he's not used to this level of independence. Like, he works and feel he feels as though he has to say something to me on his way home or before he goes to bed. I just wanted to say, hey, I'm going and I'm about to crash, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, you could have just gone to sleep. Like, I'm not looking for you to text me and say, or call me and say that I'm about to go to sleep. Okay, take your ass to sleep. I don't need to know. And 
a therapist was just like, why are you like this? Like, you can't, you can't do this. This is not how, you know, progressing into relationships go. And I've realized that, like, he and guys in general just don't seem to be able to handle this level of independence or self-sufficiency and it makes me uncomfortable it makes me feel like I have to do I have to be and in a sense I almost feel like homeboy is trying to change me like he's trying to make me something that I'm not in that he wants me to be less passive and more and more overtly emotional like i know that there are different you know moods other than mad sad glad you know but he he's like i never know when you're happy i never know when you're sad i never know you know when you're angry i never know when you're indifferent i never know when you're irritated and i'm just like but my face will tell you everything but then not recognizing that people often misread my facial expressions anyway. So I just, my struggle, my point in all of this is I'm, I'm learning. Um, and not just when it comes to relationships or forming relationships that there's truly a, a method, a technique, um, an art to vulnerability. And it's uncomfortable <laughs> for me. It's quite uncomfortable for me, but I also recognize how necessary it is when navigating life, when moving through life. Um, and sometimes it's it's enjoyable. There's also something so freeing about being vulnerable. Not just with people that you know, but even with people that you're getting to know. And honestly, I I like it sometimes, but I don't like it most times. Because it's out of my box. It's out of my comfort zone. And I feel like I'm having to sometimes think too hard. Like, you want me to give you this and that. You want me to give you this um, this emotion. This, you know, you want me to be very passionate and not passive. And, and it's like things that I could give a simple okay to. You want more than I have to give. But again, in learning the art and the beauty and the freedom and vulnerability and even transparency is something new for me. Um, it's something is honestly becoming a bit transformative because I'm noticing that the more vulnerable and transparent I am, I unlock a new level of of discovery in myself. Like, 
I don't know, my thoughts are more fluid. My my I feel less tense. I'm less calculated. I'm less I'm less <laughs> I'm less um just more like rigid in you know what I not even rigid, more restrictive with what I share, with what I um talk to people about. And it makes me more relatable because people kind of, I've been told in recent weeks that I'm so intimidating and I don't know how the hell that happens, but I'm so intimidating and I'm like, how? I don't understand. But then it's like when I have these moments of vulnerability, it's like people look at me not as, you know, intimidating, but they see me as human. They don't see me as this like authoritative figure. They see me as human and they understand like, okay, she's a person. She has feelings. She feels this and blah, 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 blah. So all in all, I'm learning. I'm teeter-tottering, walking on eggshells, um, you know, training willing <laughs> this whole vulnerability thing. And it's uncomfortable as fuck. Not even going to lie to you. But I'm here for the ride. I'm here for the journey. I'm here for the lessons. I'm here for it all because I just want to know how this shit goes. <laughs> and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what doors, what windows, what opportunities open up as a result of my vulnerability. Yeah. I'm going to leave y'all with a spoonful of sugar now because I'm tired of this vulnerability shit. <laughs> the spoonful of sugar segment is inspired by the Mary Poppins phrase, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this segment, I give an inspirational quote or piece of encouragement because sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up or in this case, a spoonful of sugar to make a tough, unpleasant situation or hard pill to swallow just a little bit sweeter. Sugar. As you heard in the previous segment, I can't tell you a damn thing about being vulnerable. Because <laughs> this shit is all new to me. But I am starting to realize that when you're vulnerable, when you're transparent, it unlocks another level of freedom. It unlocks another level of truth. And it unlocks another level of authenticity and relatability. And y'all know my favorite phrase is you reach people through authenticity. Even if you have a business or even if you don't, want people to know that you are human you feel things that you're not a robot that you're not a walking ball of perfection because none of us are none of us have all our shit together so I think the biggest key to vulnerability is relatability authenticity and telling the damn truth so that way people can know that Wherever you come from, whatever you've gone through, they can make it through it. And whatever they're going through, I mean, it's probably not that bad. There's somebody out there that got it worse. But still letting people know that you're human, you're relatable, and you're authentic. So be vulnerable, sugar. Most of all, play nice. I'll let y'all. 
shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. One more thing, Sugar. Don't forget to rate, review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on all your podcasting platforms.